On this week's episode, we're talking about ADHD. Listen and find out more. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech-language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech-language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric Speech Pals. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Woo! Um, this week, we're going to be talking about ADHD. I just thought this would be a good topic just to talk about, have a conversation about, because I feel like it's just being talked about like crazy right now. At least, I mean, on social media it is, and... I feel like I've gotten a lot more questions um, from parents at work, kind of just, I guess, wanting to know more about it. I feel like over the years, like in the last few years, it's kind of changed a lot, Mm -hmm. like just the idea of it, um, or maybe just talked about more. So I just thought it'd be good to just kind of talk about it, talk about what you've seen, you know, with kiddos. This is specifically, I guess we're just going to be talking specifically in pediatrics um we're not gonna be talking about this in adults um i know that that's being talked about right now adults with adhd but we're just gonna stick towards the pediatric route um but i don't know i thought it would be really interesting um are you working with any kids that have adhd or that you maybe not really that i know of because mainly it's like zero to four yeah um and also Usually, it's more of like a sensory thing. Yeah. True. Well, yeah. So, it is sensory. But so, technically, um, I if I'm being honest, I don't – I mean, I'm interested to hear what Haley has to say because, I mean, as SLPs, we don't really have like a course in ADHD or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of times we will see clients – I mean, if you're seeing like the well, older – Yeah. Um, and older uh, kiddos, like a little bit older like than four. Yeah, but see, I work with zero to five. So since lately, I guess it's just been a lot more. I've learned that you can only get a diagnosis for ADHD when the child child is five or above. That does not mean that they aren't they don't have ADHD. But, but if they don't have a diagnosed like thing, then I guess my head always goes to its sensory. But that yes, could be because they don't know a ton about ADHD. I mean, yeah, they do a lot of sensory things. Yeah. Like, you know, they do a lot of, like, heavy work activities or, yeah. you know, things like that in OT. But I guess – I know it's, like, the impulsiveness, the – Yeah, they're super, like, hyperactive. Yeah. They have a hard time, hard time sitting, sitting still, still. Interrupting. And they interrupt. They – yeah, they have a hard time, like, letting people, other people finish their thoughts. They don't – they have a hard time, like, again, with, like, waiting turns. Um, they don't really understand a lot. I just think that it's important to talk about because, for Wait, instance, understand a lot? What do you mean by that? Like, they're not understanding, like, kind of, like, the viewpoints of other children, you know, like. Perspective. Perspe- yes, perspective. And I think that's just because they're probably going, like, a million miles a minute. And that I just have had so many parents being so concerned for their child and, not sure what to do because their teachers at school are having difficult time with them. Mm-hmm. They're not have they don't, you know, have a lot of friends that want to invite them to birthday parties and everyone finds them very difficult even though there's like literally they just trying to regulate their own like yeah. they don't really know how to regulate themselves and what five I think when the difference between like getting the diagnosis or not is the option to like medicate or not which is just a personal opinion for you and your child and your family um but in the terms of like younger children like I just have found it really like bizarre that there's so many like teachers and like other family that 
kind of like almost like looked down on them, you know, like. Like the, the difficult child. Yeah, like they're the difficult child or like they need to be held back because they can't sit still or. Really? Well, Yes, I've had a few parents be like, they think they need to do pre-K again because they have a hard time listening. And it's like, they're not not, not listening. listening. Like, they are listening. It's the same with kids on the spectrum. Like, they might not look like they're listening, but they are listening. Yeah. And, you know, like, just because their body is turned this way and they're doing whatever doesn't mean that they're not listening to you. It's not like they're... It's like uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, so it's kind of the same thing. And, like, there's so many ways to, like, help kids who have ADHD or ADD, like, for instance, like, the fidget toys are everywhere. Like, poppets, like, the, like, tubes. I just got these rings for one of my kids that you just, like, roll up and down. They're, like, these weird metal rings and to, like, do it. Oh, I've seen those. I've seen those for anxiety, actually. Yeah, it's the same thing. Or you put, like, a TheraBand or, like, a workout band on a chair and the kid can, like, kick their legs, you know, back and forth or things Mm -hmm. like that. And that ball chair. Yeah, where they can rock. But, like... There's so many ways to help your child that have it. And, like, even, I guess, as an adult, you could do those same things for yourself, you know, if you have a hard time sitting still or paying attention. I just think that, like, it's hard, and I think we need to have more grace in something to just be like, oh, my child's okay. Like, it's going to be fine. There's just – I feel like there's always a reason for a behavior. Yeah. So, like – and I feel like there was a change in my therapy once I – learned more about sensory, which is why it's so important, I think, that we incorporate that more into our grad school, which we don't have right now. Like, we don't learn – I mean, maybe here and there, but we don't really learn about, like, sensory stuff, which is why, um, you know, I'm dedicating a lot of it to continuing education is because it's so prominent and it's so important. But, um, like, it's changed the way that I have approached therapy as a whole. Like, I look at this kid – and, and I don't know if I, like, didn't do it before or I'm just now more aware of it now. I don't know. But, um, like, you look at the kid and you're like, okay, well, like, how was their day? What was this? Like, you look at, like, the whole picture. Have they eaten? Have they done this? And, this and like, I know that, like, you know, you question those things sometimes when, like, you get a child who's especially young because – some and especially who can't communicate because, you know, you got to do a lot of advocating and such. But, like – I never want to assume, oh, like this person can't sit still, like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. This person is like has a bad malicious intent behind it. It's like they're like six. Like, no, you know, they like don't know. they're not thinking yeah, like they're that. They're doing whatever their body tells usually. them. Usually. Yeah. It's just like a, there's some sort of, per- like something, there's some substitute that can help the child so that they can maybe sit better or like, you know, and I understand maybe teachers are like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like where they've got so many students I get where, they're where it's, like, hard. But, but at the same time, I mean, that's why but, it's important for them to have yes, IEPs. And, yeah, or, like, not necessarily they don't need an IEP, but, I mean, just maybe, like, parents just helping advocate for their kids, yeah, you know? Yeah, advocating. Yeah, like, going and being, like, hey, there's a solution. Like, you know, I've recommended to parents having, like, make a sensory box and yeah. maybe telling them where they put, like, Play-Doh or beans or something and that can be in the room. And then we, you know, maybe – at some point, they can have, like, a 10-minute break where they just kind of, like, wig yeah. out or get that out. Like Melissa was saying, just that sensory component is so important. I think it's just... Additional supports, more yeah. inclusion. Yeah. It's just been frustrating me, I guess, as, like... Uh, yeah, like you said, they like, I'm not learning in school. I didn't even start really learning about ADHD until this year. And just because I've had 
clients with it. And it's like, it's just making me mad that I hear all these frustrations from parents of like something that they can't control and neither can their child. And there's so many ways to help them. And I find them pretty, like very simple, you know, like, like very simple, like, hey, I bought a TheraBand and like, can we tie this around the front two legs of my kid's chair? And he just sit there or she just sit there and like. Well, and I, I guess I can understand how it might be so like individual for each child. So like, yeah. you know, maybe you do buy that and it doesn't really work or yeah. things like that. Because I mean, maybe medication is something that I, I mean, okay, we're not like saying one or the other, yeah, but, but maybe we're w- not against either of them. Like if yeah. medication is the way to go, go for it. If yeah. you're not for medication, don't go for it. Whatever yeah. you choose. I think we agree with both ways. So yeah, and we also, I mean, we're <laughs> probably where you guys are on as far as like knowing it, where we're just kind of talking about what we think about it. But yeah, just a conversation, I guess. Yeah, just making it. I just want to make it more like being brought accepted. to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not accepted, just more brought to the table. Like how autism is right now. Like I know everything like the back of my hand about autism, but I'm like starting to see that ADHD is like right up there with it. Like. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be like super on the severe end. Like it's just the simple ones. Like I was telling Melissa when I got up here, like I'm pretty sure I have it. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, like just little things where it's like, well, you know, like this would have helped a lot more for me if I knew this back then or just kind of I just want it to be more of a conversation, more in the kid aspect because that's why I think that people who are adults maybe yeah. are in an uproar about it. Not an uproar, but like talking about it now. Yeah. But either or, it's not something to be afraid about. It's definitely something to ask your doctor or if you're receiving services. Like occupational therapists are awesome with sensory and they know it. And now like SLPs are really starting to dive into the sensory component of mm-hmm. things. And like I find sensory kind of go hand in hand with our job. Like a lot of my patients or clients I see – with OTs so like yeah like it's just kind of like becoming a better thing and I'm seeing a lot more success with kiddos and like maybe even if you're in grad school too like maybe start asking about it like maybe like I'm gonna start my autism class like maybe just start like what if we just be the change and be like hey what about this like kids you know also do this like what do you think about this or now that I've been in my placement, I've been seeing this a lot. I don't know. Just start talking about it. I wonder if your grad school is going to talk about um, Gestalt. I hope so. Yeah. If they don't, you should bring it up. Oh, totally. I already – yeah. I'm already – was when I saw like some of the – like when I was I was filling out my planner earlier for the start of the term and I was like seeing all the week's topics and like a lot of social and pragmatic yeah. stuff and I was like, yeah. I love yeah. that stuff. Basically, I, that means that uh, the – it's a type of language the learn- learner. Yeah, the learner learns in like chunks and emotions versus like one word, two word, three words. Yeah, they also Analytical like, versus. Yeah, they like basically. Gestalt. It's gestalt. They're like kids learn. They listen to like, they're not listening to the words you're saying. They're listening to like the sounds almost. They're like taking like the, well, this is a different episode, but but yeah. essentially like just not to leave you hanging. They're, they're taking the feeling of like you saying, let's go to the mall or whatever. Like, let's go to McDonald's. It's like, mm. it's not necessarily let's go to McDonald's, they're literally. Like, and then. Well, and it's not even that. It's, 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 
it's not that they're taking let's go to the mall literally it's the excitement of let's go to the mall so then maybe when they're excited again they're saying let's go to the mall and they're like yeah. saying that and reproducing that yeah. but you but like you're That's like not what the mean. mall where, like yeah. well, i'm no giving mall. you ice cream and it's like oh well no it just because they were excited yeah. to go to the mall or mcdonald's or wherever you know whatever yeah the phrase is but they just yeah, like like a question where they're like where's mom you know, it's like they they're not on to these really chunks. asking where mom is. They're just asking a question. Yeah. Again, that's a completely different Yeah, it's a totally topic, different like topic. Like a totally different topic. But either or. I mean, they all start to blend together, you know, a little bit. But I don't know. I just think like it just should be a thing more, I guess. I don't know. I've just been finding it. And like it's been helping me as a therapist too to be like to be more like I don't want to say maybe adventurous and trying new things, you know, like just being like, hey, well, I'm. I don't really need to sit here and play this board game, but like we could like go roll around real quick and then come back and do if like you know I need oh, to. Oh, totally. I mean, any kid can benefit from that. Yeah, not just ADHD, but I think that the thought of like from ADHD and like trying to help yeah. those kiddos that are have ADHD, I'm now like, well, well, and there are a lot of games like that, um, like puzzles, for example. Puzzles are a great way to incorporate movement. So like a lot of the times, especially with kiddos with autism or autistic children, I'll go across the room, put the puzzle pieces over there, and then put the board somewhere else. Um, yeah. And then, you know, oh, maybe we have to hop to go put a piece yeah. in. And then we run back. And then we, you know, I don't know, slow walk or, you know, do things like that. And then now you're incorporating one step. You're you're incorporating so many different things, but also the kids having fun. Or you're just trying to get them to get joint attention and also body imitation. And, like, so many different things that you can, like, incorporate. But now it's fun. And you're getting their sensory movements mm-hmm. going and, like, getting them up and wiggling and, again, a different topic, I guess, but yeah, they do but all kind of mix together. They all together. go together, and that's why I wanted to just have a conversation about this because I feel like let's just get it going, you know? Like, yeah, it's like kind of being talked about, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like you said, you're like, I don't really know much about yeah. it, but I don't know. It's like, should we talk about this? I'm like, let's just do it. Like, let's just talk about it. We don't need, like, it's just a conversation. I'm, I don't want to spew facts or be like, this is the statistics and yeah. this is what you need to do as a therapist or as a parent or, you know, need to learn while you're in grad school. Like, I just want to bring it to the table and be like, hey, it's out there and, like, I'm seeing it and I want to learn more. Like, help us, help you, you know, help – can you help us or you help us, you know, like yeah, just more of a conversation instead of, like, a combative telling argument it, or yeah. Yeah, telling you what to do, any of those things. I just find it important. Yeah. So. And also, I mean, I'm sure you're, because you were saying it's really frustrating. I'm sure a lot of that is just because children are being blamed for things that are not. Yeah. It's like breaking my heart. Like when I'm it's like, not. Yeah. Again, not like it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Like I'm here and I get my kiddo. He's three and a half. He's like. A bad rap. And you see her crying because, you know, he didn't get invited to a birthday party. And yeah. mom's like, I tried. But, you know, the mother was yeah. like, it's too overwhelming. And then there's a lot of mom guilt because sometimes like if you also don't understand what's going on, then parents mom are dad like. dad guilt. Parent, yeah, sorry. Parent guilt. Parent guilt um, or caregiver guilt where yeah. it's just kind of like, well, why didn't my kid get invited? Yeah, what did or I do Or also like, oh, you must be a bad par- caregiver yeah. because you can't handle your kid. It's again like, you know, the classic oh, can somebody make that kid on the airplane be quiet? Yeah. When it's like, until you have a kid, you don't realize. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on with them. Yeah. You, you like, know? Or like, why is that they're kid just screaming kids. in the mall? Like, yeah. Come on. So just things like that, you know, like maybe it'll give people more sympathy towards parents or like if you're a parent, you're like, hey, yeah, there's this difficult kid that I know would probably need to be invited or would like to be invited. Yeah. Maybe you can text the mom and be like, hey, 
I want to have this party, but, you know, it requires a seated task. We're painting mugs, you know, like maybe you could sit with him or her or maybe, I don't know, anything. But, like, it just makes me sad and, like, I don't like exclusion and everyone should be included. And there's always ways to help kids, you know. Like, we're working so hard to include everybody else. Like, let's throw them. Just include everybody. Let's throw them in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Let us know if you have any thoughts or comments or concerns or even if you have questions. I have no problem trying to find more research about this stuff. Um, yeah. We can maybe help. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week. If you are ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more, refer to our YouTube description box where we will leave links to the resources we use. We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on our Facebook page, follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pals. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.